hungry. Hey, party people. It's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. I'm here at Hungry Land with Mikey and Jamie. We are here for the party. Yes, we we are. are here to party. Yeah. Bright and early today. <laughs> I'm excited because we have a new podcast for you. And the subject of this podcast, actually, it, I'm shocked it's taken us this long to do a podcast about this. But mm-hmm. today is the dining out episode. Yay. The dining out episode. Yeah, this is, it, it was time. It was time. We all, I mean, I just feel like people need help when they dine out. And a lot of times it's about excuses. People love to make excuses. And there are many excuses that you can make. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't love when people make excuses. I'd rather have people be accountable for Mm -hmm. their behavior. But this episode in particular is going to help you not have to make those excuses. Yes. It's going to be really helpful. There's going to be five dining out mistakes that you might be making. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not you, Jamie. No, I mean, Mike, you're it's making me. it. I'm sure Mike it's me. might be yeah. making. And then five tips for success cool. dining out. And because it's easier than you think, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of options. And we're going to help you navigate. All right. Yeah. I'm ready. Are you excited? Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to okay. predict I, I make four out of, the, out of the five mistakes. That's my you guess. Think? That's my prediction. I think you make three. Okay. Well, but you've already seen, or you know the mistakes. So. But I don't go out to eat with you that much. <laughs> That's true. Good point. All right. Everyone keep a tally. <laughs> keep a tally of how many of these mistakes you're making. Yeah. And take some notes. I'm going to say, make notes, take notes. This is a good one. And okay. you're going to want to write it down. So I don't care if you're on the treadmill or if you're on a bicycle. Be safe, but take notes. Right. Do not hurt yourself. Hungry Girl is not responsible for any injuries that may occur while taking notes and treadmilling. <laughs> Happy fun ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What's up? All right, it's official. Taco Bell is testing a vegetarian menu. Yes, it is happening. Uh, Even though it already has over 8 million vegetarian combinations on its menu, that's actually true. That's according to the American Vegetarian Association. Taco Bell will be testing its first dedicated vegetarian menu and some vegan options as well. Uh, A date hasn't been set, but it will happen this year. They guaranteed us it will happen this year. That's really cool, yeah. actually. You know, it's funny. I My niece, Lauren, who actually works with us sometimes, she will lose her mind. She's vegan. Yeah. So she her favorite place on earth is Taco Bell. Oh, like, gonna... she, like, dreams of Taco Bell She should Bell be part of day. the test. Like, they should call her in and test stuff. She gets the weirdest <laughs> stuff. They're, like, potato burritos and <laughs> very weird combinations. But I think that's actually a good idea. And I'm surprised because there are so many combinations that are vegetarian. Like, I don't, like what else are they going to change? Are yeah. they going to add tofu? Well, I think it's going to be dedicated, so like it'll be like instead of having to like custom Sp- order and 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 do make it your way, they're going to have it already for you. You know, I was a vegetarian for many years. Loved Taco Bell. This was when I was heavier because I would get a seven layer burrito. Uh, it had the layers were like guacamole and sour cream and rice and beans and cheese and lettuce. It was. It was. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I can't believe they have eight million combinations. To me, that's the that takeaway of the up. story. It's like those soda drinking machines that have like 950,000 million flavors. But yeah, think about it. You can get the beans and just the cheese, the cheese and just the rice, the rice yeah. and just the flour tortilla. I don't know. It goes on and on. But I, yeah. you know, kudos to Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. Make it easier for people. Yeah. And speaking of making things easier for people, we are going to make things easier for you today when it comes to dining out and we're going to start off with the five biggest dining out mistakes that you might be making are you ready Mm -hmm. very excited mike get your your pencil ready to see how many of these you're making your pencil your (laughs) colored pencil first mistake you're making is filling up on the bread basket 
and also the chips. Yep. And those are two separate <laughs> gigantic mistakes. But, you know, I read a stat probably 15 years ago, and it really has stuck with me that people often start their meals with 500 calories worth of bread and butter. Wow. That's crazy. It makes sense when you think about it. I mean, a little pat of butter is probably like 45 calories. You do mm-hmm. two, like that's... At least. Yeah. I would say more than that. Yeah. And then the, the little rolls are probably yeah. mm-hmm. 120 and then Ugh. you got the chips and salsa at Mexican restaurants. The guacamole. Yeah. Well, guacamole is never just free. I got to tell you, you have to pay for that stuff. Yeah. So you're you're in charge of your own destiny. But I think it's the bread and butter that is mindless. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it comes to the table and I I see the people that I know that are not even paying attention. They don't if you told them that they had 3 rolls in butter, they'd say no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just had a roll. Mm-hmm. But they've eaten 3. So, what's the solution there? I mean, I I don't feel it's okay to say don't bring the bread basket unless, like, if I were going out to lunch with you, Jamie, yeah, maybe we could do it. We could do it. But if you're with like a group or with somebody who wants the bread, you just have to just be strong, or you can plan for it. Mm. Like I know I go to Mastro's; mm-hmm. they have the best pretzel bread so on the planet. Good. So good. And I'm gonna have some of that. Mm-hmm. I'll have a half a roll or even a whole roll, but I won't have dessert if I do that. So mm-hmm. you have to think about it, and I'll skip the butter because it's better oh, that's without a good butter. Idea. You know what I'll do? I'll like casually push it over to the other side of the table. Like if it's out of reach, I have to think more about it. So I'll, I'll just kind of position it on the other side of the table while no one's looking. <laughs> Some restaurants do that um, that crisp, like that Parmesan crusted yes. crisp. Is that just as bad? It probably is. It's I fool myself <laughs> into thinking that it's not, but it, it is. And yeah. a lot of times it has butter on it and cheese. Mm. So okay. it's probably not great. But another solution there is that like you don't want to show up, and this is a trick that I do, and my husband thinks I'm a little nutty, but... I will actually have a bite before we go out to eat. Like if I feel like I'm starving, I need to take the edge off my hunger. So I'll have either a piece of an apple or like a half of an orange, something that will make me feel less ravenous and less likely to attack the bread. It's counterintuitive, but so smart because you're thinking, oh, I'm going out to dinner. It's not about spoiling your appetite. It's about spoiling your likelihood to devour that bread basket because it's the first thing you see. Exactly. Okay, next up, the next mistake that you might be making, drinking your calories. I always say this. This is just like a through line to life. If you go out to eat and you're not paying attention to what you're drinking, you could take in an extra five, six, seven, a thousand calories. If you're ordering sugary drinks or the frozen cocktails or the fancy coffee drinks at the Mm -hmm. end of your meal... Every single thing adds up. Mm-hmm. So like my, my go-to is sparkling water. So I like either club soda or Perrier. Perrier <laughs> is my um, sparkling water of choice. But if you do want a cocktail, there are things that you can get. So do you guys go out? You don't drink, you too. No, I'll, I'll have a beer every once in a while or um, a glass of wine. And then I, I used to get Arnold, Arnold Palmer. But then I realized I can just make a... A couple lemon wedges and make a lemonade out of that without any sugar. And yeah, and you can you can sweeten that yourself. A yeah. lot wow, of the time. good heck, Mikey. Yeah, you can way make better own. than lemonade and and it's iced true. tea. It's yeah. very true. So you just take the iced tea, you squeeze some lemons in, and yeah. then you could add some stevia. And yeah. there's your Arnold yeah, Palmer. I, I didn't learn that from my. I didn't come up with that. I think I got it from Jamie or you or somebody. You probably <laughs> read it at a hungry could girl. Totally yeah. have taken credit. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but I will do like I create my own cocktails a lot. Well, first of all, I'm the one that shows up with 
the purse that has the little packets. So I will often at the table distribute little, <laughs> you know, lemonade packets, the sugar-free drink mixes, whether it's pineapple or strawberry or margarita flavored. And so we'll all be concocting. We'll be like bartenders at the table, mm -hmm. which is great. But if you're at a higher end restaurant and you're embarrassed, not like me, because I'll do anything. I'm shameless. <laughs> but you can actually order something that's pretty good. So you can get like flavored vodka or plain old vodka with club soda and then squeeze a bunch of um, citrus in it. Mm -hmm. And you can even get a splash of juice in there. Mm -hmm. And that'll keep your cocktail to about 100 calories or so. I was at a baby shower this past weekend and I felt like, you know, a little left out. Everyone was having kind of fancy drinks. And you'd be surprised how little people are paying attention to what you do. I had a drink mix packet. I put it into my water. I had Then I had strawberry lemonade, basically. And it I felt a little bit more like I was taking part. Nobody noticed. Nobody cares. I thought she was going to say, I was spiking people's drinks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they didn't know. I was drugging them. I was like, Jamie. Anyway, so a little known tip, a little shocker that uh -oh. we have for you. <laughs> a lot of people think if they order like a vodka tonic, they're doing a good thing. Mm -hmm. That tonic water is just water. But actually, tonic water is just like soda. So it's loaded with sugar. What? And oh, I know. I don't know. How I, dare it? It's a misnomer, tonic water. Why do they call it water? I know. They need to just call it sugar soda something. <laughs> I do think that most people are fooled by that. Like that. that is a shocker that always shocks people so vodka tonic is basically the same as getting a rum and coke it's like it's yes. like getting soda with your yeah. cup it's like set you get seven up in vodka same what thing. should they get instead of tonic water club soda i would say club soda and then squeeze some citrus in it it's not going to be sweet but you could if you really want to like hide and throw a little stevia in your drink you can do that i mean mm -hmm. it's just that the tonic is floated with sugar wow the more you know the more you know knowledge is power mm -hmm. okay the next thing that people are doing wrong Assuming that salad is the best choice. This but, one always gets me. But, but it's lettuce and vegetables. It's, salad is often very frightening. I Aww. have to say it. I, it's like if you look on the menu, first of all, I, one of the tips we'll talk about later on is like checking things out and knowing things. I'm not going to get too far into it now. But if you look at the stats on a lot of restaurant salads, they're shocking. Mm -hmm. 1,800 calories, oh 2,000 calories. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about the dressing. So let's talk a little about yeah, what the salad is. How is that is. even possible? Because it's like people just assume that it's lettuce with things piled on it, that the lettuce will counterbalance the rest of the stuff. So, But if it has candied walnuts or blue cheese crumbles mm -hmm. or fried chicken and creamy dressing and cheese shreds, <laughs> that right there, that's... Yeah. How do you even call that a salad? I know. And you know what it is, too? Like, if I'm making something at home, because all each of those individually is, isn't awful. Like, I'll have blue cheese crumbles sometimes, but two tablespoons is a serving. There's easily a third of a cup on those salads, and you don't realize it because it's, like, all distributed throughout. Yeah, and the salads are huge. Like, if you go to the Cheesecake Factory, those salads are, like, bathtubs. Yeah. They're delicious. <laughs> but you could take them home. And My kind of tub. <laughs> and then also, of course, it is the dressing. So you could either get the lightest dressing they have and get it on the side and then dip, don't pour, DDP. So you're basically, you're sticking your salad, you're sticking your fork into the salad and then getting your serving of your salad on your fork and doing a little dip in the dressing instead of just pouring all the dressing all over your salad. So it's basically letting your salad dip its toe in the dressing and not go for a swim. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're, not, you're not giving your salad a shower of dressing. Mm. It's about the toe dipping. I love that. I so eloquently put. <laughs> <laughs> I douse mine with blue cheese. Like it's so good. It's even worse if it like if it comes already dressed. Because again, you don't realize. You think, oh, 
okay, even if it's, what, 150 calories for an average serving of salad dressing, but easily a quarter cup, you know, six tablespoons, that's nothing. And that's I 500 know. calories. It's, and it makes me so sad because, like, I'm the person that's like, oh, dressing on the side, and then I'll casually say it again, and then right when the waiter's about to leave, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, D- did I mention dressing on the side? I can't remember. And and then still, it still comes on top. Yeah. And I do send it back because you kind of have to, but you have to be really nice about it. Yeah. I'm always like super nice about it. I feel like it. if you're nice and you tip well, it's okay. They can always say no, you know what I mean? But there's nothing wrong with telling them what you'd like. It's true. Okay, we'll get more into that later as well. Okay, well, in fact, we're going to get into it a little bit now because another mistake that you're making is not asking questions. See... I do think people like to play dumb when they go to a restaurant. They are seeing something on the menu. They see that it says it's chicken. They don't bother saying, is the chicken fried? Is it grilled? How is the fish prepared? Is Mm -hmm. it blackened? Which quite often means it's made with a lot of oil. And Or is it grilled? Or do you have, you know fruit on the menu? Or Mm -hmm. is there, is fruit something that you serve that you might be able to give me even if it's not on the menu? Um, Is the soup that you're looking at, is is it creamy soup? Does it call the bisque or is it broth-based? A lot of people just say, oh, it's asparagus soup, I'm getting it. Mm -hmm. And then it's a big bowl of cream. Mm -hmm. And that's a bad idea. Yeah. So ask those questions. Jamie, you have a tip about that, right? I do. So what I'll usually do is I'll scan the menu before they even come to take our drink order. And that way, if I have questions, I can ask them then. And that way, when they go away to take the drink order, I can think about, okay, so... The asparagus soup is out. Let me look again. Oh, starter salad. It like gives me time to make my decisions. Because if I ask right when they're taking the order, I might be like. Then you're all frazzled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I, I ask questions as I'm being seated. Literally. <laughs> like she'll be seated me. I'm like, what's the soup of the day? Is it creamy? <laughs> Seriously. But that is a good tip. It's because it gives you time. And you need time. Okay. And the fifth mistake that you might be making is being fooled by buzzwords. Mm. So we look at the menu and we see things like free range chicken or organic, something is organic, or there's a word that you know is healthy like shrimp, but then you don't see that it's linguine with butter sauce that's coming with the shrimp. (laughs) So it's like just thinking that whatever buzzword you see is going to make your dish healthy. Mm -hmm. And that's just not the case. So what are, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you've seen people make? I think anytime I see the word fresh, I always think like, oh, okay. Um, free range is a good one. Do you know what gets me sometimes too? When I see there's like a little icon that says like heart healthy or chef's choice or premium, something like that. And then I'll look to see like, okay, what does that icon actually mean? And the heart healthy ones sometimes they're like less than 50 grams of fat or right. 900 calories or less. It's like, okay, that's not my standards. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and that is true. A lot of the lower calorie menu items, it's like everything in this portion of the menu has 800 calories or less. And then even in those cases, while some of them may be better choices, you still want to go in and tweak them a little bit because there's ways to save. Because let's say that's not the only thing you're eating and you're going to have an app or a little bit of dessert, then you're going to have, I don't know, 12, 1300 calories, which is maybe not the best idea. Okay, so... Those are the mistakes you're making. Now we're going to move on to the best dining out tips and tricks. Oh, good. This is the stuff you can really use. Love it. Okay, number one. And this is, again, something I say over and over and over and over. Plan ahead. It is so easy. The best thing you can do is just be like, I'm a research junkie. And (laughs) I can't even tell you. I don't remember the last time I went to a restaurant where I didn't look up the menu ahead of time. It's kind of fun. So fun. You know what you're getting into? 
Except when you get there and they change the menu. <laughs> yeah. And that happens. Mm-hmm. So don't get don't get too let down when that happens. But if you look up the menu ahead of time, you can make your choices. You could at least know in your mind, hey, you know, this is the type of food this restaurant has. Oh, there's at least two or three appetizers that are good for me. Um, so the more you know, the smarter decisions you can make. Mm-hmm. And you know what you're going to splurge on. And you know what you're going to be, you know, making smarter choices with. So check it out. Check out the menu and really get to know the restaurant before you go there. And if it's a chain... If you want to be brave, click on the nutritional information and you can really know what you're getting into. Do you ever change the way you're going to eat during the day before if you know you're going out to dinner? I do, yeah, because I plan ahead for everything. So I do that every single day, depending on what I'm eating for the whole day. So whether I'm going out or not, like I do think about what is the snapshot of my food day and when is the opportunity to make smarter choices and where are the places where I might be indulging. And that's actually the best thing that people could do. So it's kind of like calorie budgeting. It's like if you know you're going to splurge a little bit and, you know, you're going to dinner, there's going to be some hidden calories. You're not going to be able to – it's not going to be as reliable as if you made it at home. So maybe you just eat a little bit lighter for lunch. Absolutely. That's definitely a philosophy that I live by and I highly recommend. Okay, next, start with – an appetizer, Ooh. be it soup or just some other appetizer. You just should start with something light that's going to take the edge off your hunger. Maybe it's going to make you feel less bad about skipping the bread because you know something yummy is going to show up. And in the case of a soup, if it's broth-based, it's probably going to be pretty light, low in calories, and it's going to fill you up. Mm-hmm. So soup is your friend. I yeah. love soup. Mm-hmm. There's usually, a, there's almost always a healthy option, something broth-based. Yeah, like minestrone, I would, mm. and usually you can get that without the pasta, mm-hmm. um, like a vegetable soup, something that's chicken-based. I'll, I'll usually get a chicken soup, but I'll say go easy on the rice or the noodles or mm-hmm. none at all, and they're happy to accommodate. Yeah. Also, shrimp cocktail, that's another go-to because I love, I think shrimp has like the lowest, how many calories per ounce is it? 17 oh or something? Oh my God, it's super low. You get a lot of bang for your buck. Tons. And mm-hmm. even cocktail sauce, a little goes a long way. Yeah. And it's not it's not so bad. So mm-hmm. like shrimp cocktail, the best, truly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nice and filling. And anything also, whether it's a, sh- a chicken satay, anything that's sort of veggie-based or lean protein-based mm-hmm. is a good choice. So I love like ceviche or like steamed clams. Mussels. So buffalo wings are not Mikey. the way to go. No. What no, they're, they're not. If they're baked, is that better? Uh, I don't know. You know what it is about wings? It's so much skin. Mm-hmm. And usually usually they're not baked. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of calories from the skin and not enough protein. Yeah. So. What about buffalo cauliflower? That's kind of the big thing right now. It is the big thing. That's a really good question. I feel like most restaurants do it wrong, though. Like, mm-hmm. if you make it at home, it's great. But a lot of times, it's just deep fried, and it has buttery hot sauce on it. Yeah. See, that's a perfect case of a buzzword. You see cauliflower, and you're thinking, oh, it's got to be a good choice. But it's true. It's usually fried and bre- breaded and battered. Right, and don't be fooled by it. Like, yeah. a lot of people will sit there and eat it and say, I'm eating the cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go, I know Morton's The Steakhouse, which is a really great steakhouse, they have a mashed cauliflower dish that mm-hmm. is, without a doubt, has to be way higher in calories than their mashed potatoes. Wow. It's just, like, all cream and butter and possibly cheese. Mm-hmm. It's delicious, but <laughs> it's, like, murdering the yeah. cauliflower. Yeah. It's, it's a crime. You know what's a good way to ask a question about that, too, without sounding like you're just, you know calorie crazed a lot of times they'll just be like oh is there dairy in that it's an easy way because so many people have dairy intolerance to just 
find out oh yeah there is butter and cream and i'm like check check thank you yeah <laughs> that's a good idea actually but you know what there's usually well there is dairy in a lot but you're right those are loaded mm-hmm. with cream and butter so mm-hmm. a good buzzword you could just be like i'm not the freak that's counting calories <laughs> i just can't have dairy. I'm the freak that's counting dairy <laughs> <laughs> all right number three learn the lingo on the menu there's lingo lingo there are buzzwords and these are different than the other buzzwords but the good words that you want to look for broiled grilled steamed seared i like the way you say I them uh, can you just read me my menus this is great <laughs> say broiled grilled, again i love that <laughs> seared skinny well skinny is an obvious one and roasted these are all things that are good you're not the food is not being abused in any way but then the words that you have to really watch out for okay you ready mm-hmm. are you gonna read them in a scary voice a gratin <laughs> <laughs> bisque Bisque sounds innocent and light. Yeah. But au gratin means it's loaded with like cheese and breadcrumbs. Bisque means it's some kind of a thick, creamy soup situation. Battered doesn't mean it was beaten up. It means it's been like deep fried and covered in flour. Well, it's funny because you said like abused, like, you know, they, it has been abused. This it's has been, been abused. battered. It's true. Candied. What a sweet way of saying it. it's like loaded with sugar and oil. Mm-hmm caramelized hmm. hmm that's good that but good. but often that j- it's sugary yeah um you know what could you do creamy that just means it's loaded with like mayo or cream or butter mm-hmm. crispy slash crunchy mm-hmm. same kind of situation i'm really getting hungry fried, reading these yeah. <laughs> fried right smothered it, it's, 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 it sounds so violent. I know, smothered and battered. <laughs> and you could probably add bacon to that because I'm thinking of like those Brussels sprouts with bacon and whatever, and that's got to be bad for you. Well, the biggest mistake they make with Brussels sprouts, I was at a restaurant last night where they have like, they they call them Brussels chips and they're like flash fried. They, they shave all the leaves and then they fry each one in oil. And wow. everyone's like, wow, these Brussels sprouts are amazing. And I'm like, oh God, it's like an oil fest. Brussels yeah. abuse. Total Brussels abuse. All right. And number four, mm-hmm. are you ready? Yep. This is a good one. Drum this roll. is something you want to drum roll me? Okay. Do the double vegetables and no starch. Do the double. I like it. Make <laughs> it we should thing. make a song and Do a dance. The double Do the double. Do the double starch. <laughs> it's true. So like I will always start with a some kind of a lean, a lean protein, be it a shrimp or a chicken or even sometimes steak. And there's always like a side that's usually like a rice pilaf or some kind of a potato or a starch and then a veg. So instead of getting the starch, I say, hey, can I just do double veggies? Or I'll ask for two different types of veggies to change it up. And it's such a good idea because they fill yeah. you up mm-hmm. and you don't need all those starchy carbs. Is I, this depressing? No, that's actually what Jamie does. And sometimes what we'll do is we'll split. So I'll get the, the veggies and the rice and then she'll take my veggies and I would take, and she'd do the same. And so I would have double rice, which I know is not the what you're supposed <laughs> to do, up. but it benefits me. It's so funny. That reminds me of when I have sushi with my nephew and I'm always like putting at least half the rice into a pile in the corner of my like little sushi plate. Mm-hmm. And at the, in the middle to the end of the meal, he just starts grabbing with his chopsticks yeah. my rice pile. We I'm eating. Mike same. knows the rice pile well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what I think is a, a good thing to talk about, too? There's nothing wrong with rice and potatoes. The problem is the portions are usually huge. Baked potatoes, a lot of people think, oh, it's a standard six-ounce potato, 150 calories. We measured once. 13 ounces. I was going to say even like sometimes even bigger. Yeah, yeah. They're huge. Yeah. So it's like a potato for four. Yeah. And Ugh. you never know like those giant piles of rice, how they prepare them. Like again, there's nothing wrong with these foods in moderation, but if you're trying to save where you can, the double veg uh, 
no starch can be a good good little trick. Yeah, and then whatever you put on your potato. Yeah, let's the not big even potato. go there. <laughs> My goodness, the sour they come with the sour cream. One time I was at a restaurant and the guy was like, "Would you like sour cream and butter?" And my dinner mate, my friend, was like, "Oh, I'll take a little bit of sour cream." I am telling you, they poured like a cup oh, of sour cream, oh my God. and he was whipping it like <gasps> he was like some kind of a he was on some kind of a master chef mm-hmm. competition show. It, it ended up being like soup. Put wow. whipped in the uh, the abuse category. Yeah. <laughs> whipped, whipped and smothered and battered. It is violent. Anyways, you can avoid all of those things, and then of course, if you want to be really good, order those veggies steamed. I end up doing that. Mm-hmm. And here's a trick because I have like a favorite restaurant that I go to all the time. It happens to be like a deli around the corner from my house, and I always get a grilled chicken breast and um, a double side of broccoli, steamed. And if the the broccoli is a little bit dry and a little bit boring, but I order, they have like a light Asian sesame dressing that they serve with their Chinese chicken salad, and I dip the broccoli in that a little bit, and it really is good. Yeah. You so know what I do? Tip. I save when when I'll get a, I'll start with a salad, oil and vinegar on the side, and then I won't let them take the vinegar away. So when my broccoli or my veggies come out, I'll pour a little bit of the balsamic over the veggies. Perfect. Yeah. I just remembered my mom growing up used to bring her own dressing to restaurants. <laughs> Totally. She that was such the, a mom thing. The yeah. little tiny Tupperware thing was like green with the white top. And she would, yeah, she'd put it in her purse. And then when her salad came out, she would put it on. Yeah. You know, I, I was I was actually going to bring that up earlier. It was such a mom thing to do. And mm. then there is this website that has, what is it? Minimus? Minimus.biz. Minimus.biz. We're going to put that on our show page. Mm-hmm. You could actually order little packets of dressing that you can take with you. Oh, that's smart. It's embarrassing, but it's okay. Who's watching though? I mean, no one looks at your table. Right? No, I mean, I'm famous for that stuff. I'll take, you don't know what I whip out of my purse mm-hmm. in the middle of the meal, but that's a great website with like, they even have like cute little Frank's Red Hot yes. packets. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you could do for the veggies since you're going to bring a whole purse of stuff? Get that, um, that Trader Joe's uh, everything bagel seasoning. <gasps> oh, yeah. And put it on those steamed veggies. I w- that's true. Good idea. I once saw something on Facebook. I'm almost sure it was a joke and not real. But it was like a seasoning watch where it, or a bracelet where it looks like a bracelet and then you open it up and there's seasoning and you can pour seasoning on your oh, food. No, I'm pretty sure it was a joke. I'm but buying that for you. The everything bagel bracelet. If that exists, <laughs> we will put it on that page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to find it. Yeah. Um, okay, those are great tips. Wait, do we have one more left? We have one okay. more, number right. five. We have one more tip left. Tip number five. This is really the obvious one. But order your sauce or dressing on the side. And I know I touched on this earlier, but it's so important. Like, again, last night I was out. I ordered this this salmon dish. It came with like a dill, some kind of a dill sauce. I said, hey, could you put it on the side? And guess what? It showed up. It was so creamy. Mm. And I tried a tiny bit of it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even such a fan. But if it's on the side, it gives you options. Yes. You can check it out. You can say, hey, this is a good choice for me, or it's delicious and I only want to use a little. Mm -hmm. But everything on the side. And as a control freak, which is what we should all be when we're at restaurants, it's okay. Um, As long as you're nice about it, order all the sauces on the side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you can just control and pick and choose what you want to indulge in and how much you want to use. Do you think it's, I mean, we talked a little bit about this. Do you think it's okay? Do you think servers get annoyed when you make special requests? Or do you, I mean, I always tip generously to, to accommodate for it. I think, I think it really is all in your delivery. Mm-hmm. So if you say up front, you know, first of all, I do special order a lot. But I special order in places where I know it's okay. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of places that are very, very open about, sure, we can make changes. We can mm-hmm. do whatever you want. But if I go to a place where it's a, you know, a very fancy place where the chef clearly, like the, 
like any place where you, when you order your entree, they give you very specific sides. Mm-hmm. Like if you want this type of mashed potato, you have to get the lamb chop. Otherwise, you can't get this mashed potato. You get mm-hmm. this other mashed potato. When I'm at a place like that, I really don't special order. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get sauce on the side. Sometimes you just have to throw caution to the wind and deal yeah. with it, depending on the type of place. But in general, if you're nice, people are okay with it. I find, too, like it, you can always ask and kind of feel out their vibe, you know, and it depends who you're with, too. If I'm with Mike, whatever. If I was on a business dinner with new people, I probably would not be there picking apart the menu and asking for a million special orders. But the truth is, it's like, and this is just a philosophy thing, it's your life and it's your food and it's your body. And, you know, you get to make those decisions and nobody, nobody really cares. If, again, if the server has a problem with them, give, it, give them a nice tip or just be nice when you ask. When you go to a restaurant and the server says it all by memory, isn't writing anything down, oh, does that, do you stresses panic? Stresses me <laughs> out. Wait, Mike, I don't accept it. I say, oh, wow. you need to get a pen. And I, I, I'm like, please, I'll joke about it. Mm-hmm. But I literally will say, oh, can you please write it down? I have so many special yeah. requests and I really don't want, like, I'll try to be so nice, but the stress level mm-hmm. goes from zero to 100 in like 10 seconds. <laughs> There's a great, um, Ellen has a new special, comedy special, and she she tackles that. Exact she thing does. Where you go to the restaurant, there's like a party of twelve, and the guys uh, or the the lady is taking the order without all by memory, and she it's just, it's a brilliant bit. But you should check it out. <laughs> uh, well, there's this one diner in New York where what is his name? The waiter, he doesn't write anything down, and mm-hmm. it used to stress me out. And I'll tell you when it didn't. When I walked in the last time, and he'll say, "The last time you were here, you had chicken breast with broccoli and da 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 da, oh, and wow. you had this." Like he remembers what How I ordered the do last they time. Remember that? That's amazing. It's a talent, but yeah. so few have it. So yeah. I don't trust that. Well, I guess most uh, servers are actors, and actors have to memorize lines. Oh, in there LA, you go. yes, yeah. there you go. In LA, but if you're in the if you're in Kentucky, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you may yeah. not be so lucky. You're basically helping them by special ordering. You're helping them hone their craft. There you go. Oh, I'm feeling stressed <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> totally. Anyway, this is such a, this episode was so helpful. I kind of think that people should listen to it twice. Okay. Is that weird advice? No, totally. Let them do it twice. And then write down what you missed. Yeah. You know what else you could do? What's that? You could housewalk and count your steps while you listen to it, and then you'd burn off the extra calories so that you can have a cocktail when you go out to dinner. Good idea. <laughs> and, and you, yeah. And if you're sitting in traffic to get to your restaurant, you can listen to this while you're waiting to get to your restaurant. So many choices. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, wait. Oh, and you could also go to our show page, which is hungry-girl.com/foodcast for the highlights of this episode. But not every single thing we said will be there, because we're not machines. <laughs> so we have to have a life. Um, also, if you don't get our daily emails, you need to do that. You can go to hungry-girl.com to sign up. If you have not yet reviewed the podcast or shared it with everyone you know, you should do both of those things. If you've not called us and left us a voicemail, you should do that by calling 805-380-8075. And if you want to drop us a note, you can just send it to suggest at hungry-girl.com or podcast at hungry-girl.com. You can also see us on Facebook and Instagram. And Hungry Girl Magazine. Everywhere. On shelves now. We are everywhere. We can see you. (laughs) Jamie's scaring me right now. Sorry. (laughs) It's time for lunch. And maybe, and and I'll be back on TV soon too. And it was fun to be on Kelly and Ryan. I know we told everyone to tune in. It was great. It was very fun. I did. They were nice. Thank you. (laughs) You're so supportive. (laughs) If you guys didn't tune in, that would be sad. It would be like my parents not tuning in. We all sat around. Everybody here at Hungry Land, we sat around and watched it. It was great. Did you have snacks? 
There were no snacks. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we were drooling at that uh, portobello pizza. Mm -hmm. I am hungry. Let's go eat. All right, let's do it. All right, well, signing off. We'll be back. This episode was so good. I think we're going to do a part two. Yay! The part two is going to be international dining. Oh, thank God. I need to know. Mexican, Chinese. I need to know what to eat. Sushi, Mexican, Italian, Chinese. Can we do it now? Well, (laughs) you know what? Let's give people a chance to call in. So if you have questions, call... 805-380-8075. Okay, but we'll be back next week with an international dining out helpful episode of Chew the Right Thing. But thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl, signing off now from Hungry Land with Mikey and Jamie. Bye, guys. See you. Till next time, Chew the Right Thing.